The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. Some people have this idea that when you journey with Jesus, He only takes you to the really happy places. He only takes you up onto the, to the mountaintop to enjoy the beauty of the scenery below. But I would say to you, sometimes when you journey with Jesus, you have to go through the trial. You have to go through the fire. And our journey with Jesus today brings us to one of those places. The Bible says in Mark chapter number 14, verse 32, And they come to a place which was named Gethsemane. And he saith to his disciples, Sit ye here while I shall pray. And he taketh with him Peter and James and John, and began to be sore amazed and to be very heavy, and saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. And he cometh and findeth them sleeping, and saith unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldest not thou watch one hour? Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. And again, he went away and prayed and spake the same words. And when he returned, he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. Neither wist they what to answer him. And he cometh a third time, and saith unto them, Sleep on now. And take your rest, it is enough, the hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. I don't know about you, I feel like we're on holy ground here. Do you know what Gethsemane was? Gethsemane was Christ's prayer closet. How do you think Judas knew the place? The Bible says in another scripture that Judas also knew the place because Jesus oft times resorted thither with his disciples. Now this was familiar place, a familiar ground, because this is where the Lord Jesus went to commune with the Father. Oh, do you have a Gethsemane? Do you have a prayer closet? Do you, do you have such a meeting place with God? I'll tell you, you can pray on your worst day if you pray every day. You can worship the Lord in the lowest moments if you worship Him every moment. In a garden long before this garden, God came and found man sinful. Do you remember? Adam, where art thou? But now Christ comes walking through this garden and finds these believers sleeping. I wonder, when God walks through our garden today, what does He see? How does He see us? Well, let's just walk through the passage. The first thing that strikes me are the people who are there. The Bible says in verse number 31, all of the disciples had just said, we will not forsake you. Peter, of course, the spokesman for the whole group, the representative. Uh, the representative, by the way, not just for those disciples, but for many of us who make lots of great promises and vows. Uh, he, he speaks up and he says, I'll never betray you. I'll never be offended in you. These people, his disciples, they had the best of intentions. They had the worst of failures. And we all do this. When we live by fear and not by faith, I'm reminded now of the scripture that says, Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. 
Look, no one, no one had greater opportunity or greater instruction than Simon Peter and the original disciples. Do we really think with all of our Bible knowledge and all of our privilege and all of our opportunity that we're beyond falling? Oh, my brother, my sister today, you need to be watchful. We'll come back to that word again in just a moment, but be very careful because the best disciples, uh, the most sincere believers can forsake the Lord in the hour of great testing. You find in this passage not only the people who are there, but the place itself. The place of Gethsemane is significant. Gethsemane literally means an oil press. Lots of uh, beautiful olive trees growing in this garden. And it was known as a place that was an oil press. Now remember, they've just made a great commitment. And now Jesus takes them to a place of great testing. After every lesson, there's always a test. After every great commitment, there will always be a test of that. And oh, there was a pressing that night. And not just for Christ. Oh, He'll be pressed beyond measure. We'll see that as He groans and His sweat becomes as great drops of blood. But I would suggest to you, it was a pressure place for the disciples. Whether they realized it or not, it was the place of great testing. The place of great testing is not in the upper room with Christ. The place of great testing is not in the Kidron Valley walking with the rest of the disciples. It's not even when Judas entered the garden later. It was before that. It was at this moment. It was the place where they had to choose whether they were really going to be men of prayer or not. I believe the great testing is in the prayer closet. It's in the Gethsemane. It's in the place where we have to decide whether we're going to lean to our own resources and our energy or we're going to look to the Lord in our hour of greatest need. The place of testing is in the quiet place. It's in the secret place. Not in public, but in private. Not in the, in the place where every eye is on us, but in the mundane, in the solitude of Gethsemane. I remind you that before Peter denied the Lord, he slept. Before he cursed and, and, and said, I don't even know the man, he slept. Before the rest of the disciples fled, they slept. And so many believers today are still sleeping in Gethsemane. So many believers not aware of what's going on around them spiritually, not wide awake. Oh, this is our moment. Do you understand that the place of testing here was just before the Lord was about to do His greatest work? Just before Christ went to the cross, it was when the enemy was about to come against Him in the greatest way. Judas and the mob are about to enter the garden and step onto the stage. It was when flesh was at its weakest. These disciples were tired and they were weary. Some of you today, I don't know who I'm speaking to at this moment, but some of you, you're on the verge of great spiritual breakthrough. The Lord is about to do His greatest work in your life. Now's the time for you to be vigilant. Some of you, the enemy is coming against you. All of hell has, has turned its, its weapons against you, you feel, and, and you're wondering how you're going to come out of this. Now's the time to be prayerful, my friend. Now's the time to stay close to Jesus and wide awake in the garden. Perhaps today you feel your flesh is so weak. You are, in the words of Scripture, like these disciples, sleeping for sorrow. Maybe you're so tired you just want to go to sleep and not pay any attention. No, now's the time to pay very close attention. Because the best people at the place of testing often fail the Lord. I don't know about you. I don't want to fail the Lord. No, I don't want to fail the Lord. You remember in Mark 14, verse 31, Likewise also said they all, but if you come down to verse number 50, the rest of the story says, And they all forsook Him and fled. All of those who made their great vows and their great commitments, 
There are great public commitments in the private place failed to truly follow the Lord when it counted, when it mattered the most. And I want to challenge you today. It matters not what you've said publicly. It matters what you're going to do today privately. Not what you do in church on Sunday, but every day of the week. Are you following Jesus today? Are you true to God? Are you walking in faith? Are you prayerful? Are you wide awake? May God help every one of us, every follower, every disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ be vigilant and be sober today. God is up to something. The devil is fighting it. The flesh is weak. And this is our moment. This is our test. This is our Gethsemane. To say by the grace of Almighty God, I want to finish well. Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. It has been a privilege to study the Scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today.